Yeah. SEN Afternoons, Cam Luke in for Dwayne Russell. It's all thanks to Work Locker, Caram Downs, and Packenham Workwear for wherever you work. Now, if you if you love your American sport, you have no doubt fallen in love at some point with collegiate football. It is off its head, and it's bowl season. It is bowl time, and we're joined by a young man, a young Melbourneian, who joins us right now. Who plays for the Iowa Hawkeyes? We're getting ready for what is going to be a wonderful. Cheese it citrus bowl. I think that's what it's called. Tory Taylor's a young man I speak of, and he joins us on SEN Afternoons. Tory, hello to you. Thanks very much for having me on, guys. Looking forward to it. Hey, man, am I my right? Is it the cheese it citrus bowl? Is yeah, that what you're preparing for against Tennessee? Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> I, yeah, it, down in Orlando. As a uh, as an Australian, do you get used to bowl names and the weird uh, clients and commercial push that's uh, attached to these? Because every single year there seems to be ones that just totally seem made up. Yeah, I think it's a bit bizarre. I think like uh, Rob Gronkowski, or as people know him as the Gronk, I think he's even got a bowl game now under his name or something like that. So, yeah, there's a few weird ones out there. I know Barstool's got one. There's one down in the Bahamas. So, yeah, there's a few strange names and, and sponsors and things like that. But, um, yeah, it's, it's all part of it. When you're preparing for this, which is uh, in the first week of January, and as you touched on down there in Florida, when do you head down that way, in that part of the world? Uh, so head down there on the 26th, uh, the 26th, which is uh, next Tuesday. And then we're down there for a week. So it's basically just like game week, you know, they'll put a few things on for us. But yeah, heading down there the day after Christmas, which is um, which is exciting. But yeah, I got practice Christmas Day, which is pretty grim. But uh, like I said, it's kind of all part of it. But yeah, looking forward to getting back down there because it's about two or three degrees at the moment here. Whereas yeah. I think it's going to be like 25 down there. So yeah, looking forward to the nice weather. The ball <laughs> goes a little bit further down there too. Do you know? Do you notice that playing? Are you someone who enjoys it when you play for Iowa and the and the conference you are in? You are continually playing in in interesting weather, traditionally mostly cold and and sometimes snow. But do you notice it when you when you touch on you go to a better climate? Oh, absolutely! You know, in the first few games here in Iowa, it's not too bad. It's mm-hmm. kind of anywhere between twenty eight to thirty five, but then yeah, it really gets cold towards the end of the year. Um, like, this is no word of a lie. Last year, we played in Minnesota in um, the middle of November, and it was minus 17 Celsius um, at the start of the game. And then it got down to about minus 20 by the end of the game. So those games are a little bit of a one-off. But, um, yeah, there's been some cold games. I've probably played in maybe five or six games in my career where it's been negative degrees, easy. And then, like I said, towards the end of the year, it's kind of in between that negative two to um, four degree mark. I suppose when you go to the Big Ten, mate, that's always going to happen in those schools and and that's yeah, part of the absolutely. country. Did, did you? How did you get to here? How did you? So you're from? You grew up in Mount Liza. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mount Liza is that where yeah, you, you hail from? Yeah, uh, that's correct. And then I wasn't. I went to Haileybury College and graduated in 2015. Worked a litany of jobs. Didn't really know what I wanted to do. And then I reached out to Nathan Chapman and mm-hmm. um, John Smith at, at Pro Kick, and I thought, well, yeah, you know what? I'll um I'll give this a go and um, I thought about it for quite a while. And when I say quite a while, it was about 18 months. And then I ended up joining in the middle of 2019. Um, and yeah, just never really looked back since. It was obviously an interesting time when I first came over yeah. here in the middle of COVID because I got here August 2020. When I got here, the season was cancelled. So I was a little bit annoyed in the sense, well, you know, I've come all this way and I'm not even able to play a game. But they ended up um, bringing things back and we kicked off um, in late October. But yeah, never in my wildest dreams, like probably six or seven years ago, when I graduated high school, I had no idea that I'd be doing this. 
And now it looks like you're going to have a career over there because you have had an outstanding collegiate career. You've been really good again this year for a team that's been really good. We might touch on Michigan in a moment, but uh, an outstanding season for the team, uh, not just for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. To win 10 games is probably one of those things that people don't really realise how hard it is, especially playing in such a tough conference uh, like the Big Ten. Um, so to win 10 games, with and not that many people back home in Australia that, that are listening, um, we've lost a lot of key players as well. You know, um, Two of our best players are tight ends and um, a receiver. Our quarterback went down earlier in the year with an ACL injury. So when you lose those players, it, it, can't, it makes things um, pretty difficult. But our coach just did a good job with us keeping us on the um, path. And yeah, to, like I said, to win 10 games is pretty special. There's only, I think that's happened maybe 10 or 11 times in program history. Yeah, of course, you played in the uh, the Big Ten Championship game. And Michigan are the best team right now, seated number one in the nation as we head towards national championship. Are, are you surprised by that? Are you surprised by that? They, they gave you a bit of a beat down. We won't go too deeply into the ins and outs, but they're a good team, aren't they? Yeah, very good team. Just really consistent. Um, across the park. I mean, it's Michigan. They got, they got studs everywhere, you know, five, four star recruits, um, in every position. And, um, yeah, like I said, they've got athletes everywhere and, um, it certainly makes it a little more difficult. Um, when we probably don't really have the talent they do, but in saying that it was really only two or three players that kind mm. of, um, changed the game. Um, so obviously the scoreboard looks a little different, but we were competitive for the majority of the game, that's for sure. Hey, when it comes to scouting, because the bowl games, you just play whoever the hell it ends up in. So you've got Tennessee, which I'm assuming you haven't seen a great deal of uh, up close and personal. How does it come to scouting this team, in particular from a punting perspective? Yeah, from a from a personal point of view, I try not to worry about um, the other team too much. Yep. I'm also just focused on myself and getting better myself but and just control what I can control. Um, you know, there's certain tendencies and things like that. But my coach really, he takes care of a lot of that. My special teams coordinator, LeVar Woods, he he more so, you know, during the week, we'll, um, I'll hit certain shots at um, certain parts of the field. And um, my coach is like, hey, I think this is good at this um, part of the field with this wind and whatnot. And, you know, whether they're going to bring pressure, whether it be early in the game, you know, if, they've, if there's five seconds to go in, in the first half and they need to make a play, I kind of know that they're going to send the house. So I've got to get it out quickly. Um, but yeah, it's kind of different each game. Each team um, is different. You know, some teams, for example, Michigan, they send the house on every punt where there's other teams that kind of, um, it's called hold up. So they're more so on trying to stop us from running down rather than rushing the punter. Just before we do let you go, mate, Tory Taylor joins us, punter from the University of Iowa. He's a senior. So that means... NFL or professional ranks do beckon once this uh, cheese it Citrus Bowl is done and dusted. What does it look like for you after after January 2? Yeah, so I uh, obviously play the bowl game and then uh, come back to Iowa for a few days and then I'm heading out to train in, in San Diego for a few weeks and then I've got the Reese's Senior Bowl, which is a pretty big deal. And mm. then uh, my coach, Nathan Chapman, he's flying out from Australia for a few weeks and then I go to the combine and then come back to Iowa for a few workouts and kind of teams fly you out to um, their buildings and facilities and things like that and work you out and, um, yeah, hopefully get the phone call in late April. It's it's an exciting time, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I'm really looking forward to it. Now, I don't know if this works for or against you, but, look, we all know who you are and the great year you've had, but this did surprise me when I heard this high-profile non-football person mention your name. big strong physical specimen I never knew they made punters that big I didn't think punters but he's a big guy all American number one in the country 
Tori Taylor from the Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, look, uh, uh, Tori, what, what did you make of this? Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was obviously pretty cool. You know, I don't, I don't really have any political agenda or yep. anything like that. But um, yeah, to be mentioned by the former president um, of arguably one of the most powerful men in the world, most famous men in the world, that's for sure. Yeah, it was a pretty cool moment, definitely. <laughs> Hey, you know what? And it puts you continually on the radar and the map and uh, in people's eyes. Yeah, exactly. It exposes you uh, in exactly. a great way, which is a good time of year to, to have that done, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, no worries about it at all. Hey, uh, mate, it, it's it's huge. You, you've had an outstanding uh, college career. And as you touched on, it was a it was a bumpy start when it comes to how the world was currently going through the pandemic and, and COVID. So we know how different it was in, in so many different sports leagues and college was no different across all its sports when in 2020. But from then, you've become a star. And uh, you're going to do your thing down in Florida against Tennessee, and then you're going to do your thing in the NFL. So we're going to touch base with you uh, when your name, when you get that phone call and away you go. Congratulations on a great college career, mate, and good luck for the future. Yeah, really appreciate the kind words. Thank you. And thanks again for having me on. Anytime. Tory Taylor, he, he, he'll be... He'll be in the NFL next year. He's had an outstanding year, All-American. Iowa had a great year, ranked 20th in the nation. Michigan are good, but as he touched on, it only takes one or two plays to blow a game out or to change a scoreline, and that's what they did. But they are the best team in the nation, and Iowa were great. They'll play Tennessee down in Florida, who are ranked fairly similar. And then from there, Tory Taylor will become a professional, and hopefully we'll see him year in, year out in the NFL punting for uh, not just whatever team he ends up at, but for Australia as well, because you have the little flag on your helmet, which uh, my man, my man, Benny Graham, was instrumental in making sure that you can show and be proud of exactly where you started your footballing journey. Quick break, plenty more SEN Afternoons next.